is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 284 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are going to dive into nurture email examples. So over the last week and the week prior to that, we've been talking a lot about email marketing and the importance of it. You've heard me talk about this in the past, but today I really wanted to be able to give you some specific examples of nurture emails. I know we talked about the difference between nurture and promotional and what kind of email should you be sending as a blogger was the episode from last week. So if you didn't have a chance to listen to that, make sure that you head back over to that. That's episode 282, and that'll go deeper into that. Now, I also want to remind you that if you haven't already grabbed my email list growth guide, that you make sure that you do that. You can pop over to the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will be happy to send that to you so that you can make sure that you get started doing this correctly. This is probably the number one thing that I talk about in my masterminds. My masterminds consist of women that are high level. They are already making money coming in from their business. They probably have a product or service or thinking about putting out a new product or service, and we often have to go back and fix the email marketing that has been happening because there's been a lot of confusion about how to go about putting this together, which is why we are going to really dive into nurture email examples today for you. So there are a couple essential elements of a nurture email. The very first one that you want to make sure that you pay attention to is that your subject line actually picks their interest. You want them to be interested in wanting to open. You want something that maybe asks a question. Or if you are DIY or food blogger, be very straightforward in what it is that you're going to do. So if you just created a new recipe, it's a vegan Mediterranean um, slaw salad then say that in the actual subject line so they know what they are going to be reading. Don't try to like cook them necessarily in the subject. Be straightforward. Tell them what it is. And that way, too, you can see your open rate, what happens with that when you are very clear on what kind of recipes they're coming to you for and wanting to open via your email. So think about that subject line. If you are more of parenting or educational, then think about maybe a question that you could answer or ask in that subject line that could then be answered in the email in the blog post that you have written that you're going to send them to. You also want to make sure that you are taking advantage within your email software system of personalization. So within most of the services now, MailerLite, MailChimp, ConvertKit, whichever one you're using, you have the ability to ask for their first name and their email. You, that This way that when you send an email, you can say, hi, Sarah, and then go into all of your email, the rest of your email. So make sure that if you have the ability to grab their first name, to grab it and actually use it in your email. It is normally something, a button that you can simply push and then it just puts it there. The next thing that you want to make sure that you are doing is one outbound link. Now, if you are someone that has been writing a newsletter, you have heard me talk about it in the past. I don't recommend having multiple emails, theming a newsletter email that has multiple links going out to multiple different posts. It just 
overwhelms people. So your best bet is to have one outbound link going to one blog post that you are trying to get them to go to. You can have it in there three times, but it needs to be the same link that you're sending it to. You also want to make sure that you have a call to action. And that call to action is normally going to be, go read the blog post, go get the recipe, tune into the latest episode. Whatever you are sending them to, that is what you want the call to action to be. But you want to be clear. Inside your email service provider, again, some of them, you can have an actual button that you can then link to the content that you are trying to send them to. So it's very obvious the call to action that you are asking them to make. So look into your email service provider and look to see if that's a possibility. The next thing that you want, and this is something that you can test, but you want to email like you were emailing a friend. I don't recommend having tons of pictures. Pictures often will get caught up in the Gmail algorithm and can weigh down the ability of what they see. Remember that a lot of people are opening their emails now on their cell phones. So if you have a ton of pictures and they're having to scroll to get past everything to get to a link to get to that call to action, they're going to be less likely to click. So think about how you would email a friend. What would you say? You would get straight to the point. This is why when you're going to hear the examples that I give you that they're very concise and getting to the point. Um, the next piece is you want to be consistent. You want to make sure, like we talked about a little bit in last week's episode about how often you email your people. The best thing you can do is get them to expect when to email. You also want to take advantage of resends. So this might be called something different inside MailerLite or MailChimp or whoever your email service provider is. But inside ConvertKit, you have the ability to send a resend. And all that does is it sends the same email where you can adjust the subject line. I would highly recommend that. And you can adjust if you need to the content, but it only gets sent to those people that have not opened the email yet. So taking advantage of resends is definitely something you want to do. And then the last essential element is to test, test, and test some more. What works for one niche may not work for a different niche. Also being said, just because you're in the travel niche does not mean that what works for one travel blogger works for another one. You know your audience best. You have to test things. I'm telling you, don't use a ton of pictures. Maybe try one and see how it does. Or test an email with a picture and without a picture and see what the open rate does and what the click rate does. Test out these different things. Now, let's get into the nurture email examples. So this is a nurture email example from a vegan food blogger. Amy from Veggies Saved the Day. She sent this email. It says, Hi, Jenny. Orzo is one of my favorite pantry staples. This tiny rice-shaped pasta works well in so many recipes from soups to salads to main dishes. That's why I decided to put together a collection of my favorite vegan Orzo recipes so you can find them all in one place. I've included also included some tips about cooking Orzo as well as my favorite gluten-free brand in case you're, you're cooking for someone who needs to follow a gluten-free diet. Get the 10 easy vegan orzo recipes. And that is a button that is linked going to the one blog post that she is talking about these easy vegan orzo recipes. Reply back and let me know your favorite way to prepare orzo. Enjoy the recipes. Love and veggies. Amy. Straight to the point. Gets it. One link. We know what we're getting. Here's another nurture email example from a parenting and loss blogger. This is from Katie from Undefining Motherhood. 
Hi, Jenny. You're at the very end of your pregnancy, tired and sore. We know you're ready for that little baby to be on the outside with you. There are a ton of induction tips floating around the internet, but not all of them work or are safe. Today, we're sharing which ones to try. If you and your doctor feel like it's safe for you to have your baby at any time, there are some valid options to get the party started. Labor induction tips. Button with a link. We're we're here to help you analyze the most common techniques for natural labor induction. Plus, we've got some great tips if you want to know how to prepare for labor induction at the hospital. Love, Katie. So those are two very different niches. Similar, like you're talking to a friend, pulling them in. Now, the difference in the email structure for those nurture emails between Amy's and Katie's is that Katie also had a piece down at the bottom of her email that says, do you need to update your name or email? You can do so by clicking here. Baby already here? Click here to get subscribed to our parenting emails. If you do not wish to receive parenting emails, click here. Because Katie has an audience that isn't just baby, she also has an audience that is lost. So this can be triggering. And she has worked really hard to segment and make sure that her audience receives the right emails. So that if they're not already to that pregnancy, that they're past the pregnancy stage, baby is already there, they can let Katie know that so they can now start getting the baby and toddler information that she also creates content for. So I just love the way that these are very two different niches, but still show a lot of those essential elements that we are talking about that are important in those nurture emails. So I hope that you are taking this on. You hear that these are really short and sweet and straight to the point. Both of these emails are going to be on the my blog where the p- podcast episode is housed. Show notes, some of you may know it as, but it's going to be there so that you can click over and take a look at those emails. And if you have any questions, you know you can always hit me up in DMs at Jenny underscore Melrose. Now make sure that if you haven't already grabbed that email list guide, grab it, send me that DM. And also, I am still doing my free content marketing audit for anyone that leaves a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is send me a screenshot of your review, send it to me via DM, and I will do a free content marketing audit of your website and social media platforms. All right, you guys, I appreciate you all so much. Until next time, I will see you all then.